Hello, this is Father Mike Walker of Father Mike's Podcast, Father Mike's Bible Study Podcast, and the Catholic Combine, the pastor of St. Cecilia Catholic Church in Beaverton, Oregon. If you would like more information about the parish or the podcast, please feel free to email me at frmikewalker at gmail.com. And now, today's podcast. In the rabbinical teaching of Jesus' day, they taught that you should forgive people three times. It gives them two times to be able to uh, mess up, and but the third time you're supposed to say, okay, I've been generous enough, you've had two strikes, the third is, is the last one. And so when, when Peter is saying, how many times do we have to forgive? Seven times? He's actually being generous. And obviously he's catching on to Jesus' teaching because he knows that Jesus has taught repeatedly about the importance of forgiveness. Uh, but he hadn't quite figured out to the extent of that. And so when Jesus responds by saying not seven times, but 77 times, he's saying in the, the, those, those ideal numbers of sevens, uh, it means infinitely. So in other words, there's no upper limit uh, that we as people who are the sons and daughters of God are called to forgive infinitely, just as God infinitely and generously forgives us. And so this is the teaching. And then he goes into this parable. Now there are a few details in the parable that uh, might shed a little light. Actually in the original Greek, we get the amounts that are owed. And so the first amount that was owed was what it says a huge amount, but we don't often think that a huge amount is as huge as it is. Uh, but what he's talking about here is he's talking about 10,000 talents of silver. And so that would be equivalent to 375 tons of silver. So that's a huge amount that this person owes. And when you, when you look at it in the terms of lifetimes, uh, even that uh, is something that could not possibly be repaid in someone's lifetime. Uh, you would need, I think it was 160,000 lifetimes to be able to make up that difference. So obviously this is something that is beyond the ability to pay back in this person's lifetime. And so he comes before this king, and he just pleads for mercy. And he's got no way to pay it back, and he knows that. And so the king is merciful, merciful toward him and just forgives the whole amount. Uh, there's nothing he did that had him deserve that forgiveness. It was just the pure generosity of the king at that time. And then later on, the same person who was forgiven a huge amount that he couldn't possibly repay, now he's being called to forgive a much smaller amount. And that much smaller amount would be 100 denarius. And 100 denarius would be equivalent to about 100 days wages. And so that's something that would not be that hard to forgive. Yet he clings to that and he's unforgiving and he has them even thrown into jail. And so this contrast between the king that forgives this huge amount he couldn't possibly forgive and then the servant who doesn't forgive his fellow servant, um, there's a, a teaching in that that is intended for us uh, because we have been forgiven a huge amount that we couldn't possibly earn. There's no way we could pay back God for his mercy and for his forgiveness. And we know this because of Jesus on the cross. So Jesus is infinitely perfect, and we, the human race, were the ones through our sin and through our action 
putting him on that cross. He's dying for us so that he could grant us this great gift of forgiveness. But remember, he's infinitely perfect. This is the most unjust thing that has ever happened in the history of the human race. We don't deserve that kind of love. We don't deserve that kind of forgiveness. It's pure gift. And so we should recognize that. You know, that as, as much as we love God and as much as we love our faith, there are times in our lives where we think God owes us and we'll say things like this. You know, it's like, God, what have I ever done to you? You, you, you did this and, and I deserve better. You know, but actually we don't deserve anything. Everything we have that is good is pure gift. And this is the definition of grace, that the forgiveness we've received, the love we've received from our God, anything that we've received that is good from this life, even the gift of life itself is pure gift. There's nothing we can do to deserve it. And it's good for us to understand that and recognize that. And so when we look at forgiveness, we have to start there, God's infinite forgiveness. So even while Jesus is on the cross, he's saying, forgive them, Lord, for they do not know what they, what they are doing. He's, he's demonstrating his love in his actions, and he's voicing it in his forgiveness, and he even forgives the, the robber who is next to, him, next to him or ask for forgiveness. And so um, I think that's important for us to keep in mind, just the, the lengths that God went through uh, to offer his forgiveness to us. Now, the second part of this is our forgiveness of others. Now, to be honest, this is probably where most of us tend to have the bigger issue. Um, it's hard to forgive. It's easy to forgive when we don't have anything to forgive. You know, and I, to be honest with you, for most of my life, I've really been pretty fortunate in this way. I've been blessed. I really don't have any huge injuries against me by others that I'm struggling on a day-to-day -day basis to forgive. Uh, forgiveness has come pretty easy for me. That doesn't mean it always will, but it does mean that, that I am one of the lucky ones. I, I do know that there are quite a few people that have had horrendous things happen to them, and they struggle in that forgiveness. It's a day-to-day -day struggle, and they continue to try to uh, to, to try to do that, and, and it's really difficult. Um, I find myself that, that even some little things, like you might notice that the key stuck in the tabernacle again. We had a, a visiting priest, and, and instead of doing it right, he just jammed the key in there. And so anyway, I'm having a hard time forgiving him for that, you know? So, um, but, you know, we have these little things that in the big scheme of things don't really matter, and we, we can make big deals out of that, and then we can discount people who really have huge struggles in their forgiveness. You know, but nevertheless, God asks us to forgive them. And how do we do that? And, and why do we do that? Well, there are a few things that we can keep in mind. First of all, that we have to seek forgiveness for ourselves first. You know, so we want to be people who know what it is to go to confession and to seek out God's forgiveness and do it in a way that is sincere. Um, that is the ordinary way that we receive forgiveness. That's what Jesus gave us when he told the disciples to forgive in his name. When he sent the Holy Spirit and said, whatever sins you forgive are forgiven them, that that is the ordinary way that we as Catholics receive forgiveness. It's not the old, only way, but it is the ordinary way. And then in addition to that, it helps us to be humble and to see ourselves as God sees us so that we might be able to respond in gratitude to those that we need to forgive. You know, so that's one thing I think that's important is we recognize God's forgiveness for us and then we try to, out of gratitude, forgive others in that same way. Uh, it, it isn't really a feeling, and I know we want it to be a feeling, 
Uh, there are times when we say, I just, would, I just wish I could think of that person and then just be all happy inside, but it, it just isn't happening. Well, that's not what God asks. He doesn't ask us to control things that are beyond our control, like our feelings. What he asks is our actions. And so forgiveness is an action, and it's a process. It's something that means that we're going to uh, pursue what is ultimately good for the person that we want to forgive. It means that we're not going to be holding grudges. It's we're not going to be holding things over people's heads. It means that we're not going to seek revenge. Uh, it means that we're going to do what we can over time to be open to the possibility of some sort of reconciliation. This is that action of forgiveness. And again, you know, try to get away from the fact of of feeling and, and move toward the understanding that forgiveness really is a process and it really is an action. And if we're acting as people of forgiveness, then the feelings will eventually come. You know, but we have to kind of do the hard work of forgiveness. All right, now the, the last thing is that uh, something that, that often is ignored whenever the conversation of forgiveness comes around is forgiving ourselves. Uh, we are not always so good at forgiving ourselves. And we can be so hard on ourselves, and we can be very generous to others even. Uh, there was the, the movie about St. Uh, Damien of Molokai, and in this, he was seeking forgiveness, and he was having the bishop show up on a boat because he was on a leper colony, and the, the bishop and the other priests wouldn't come on shore where he was because he was working with all the lepers. Uh, but he was going to confession, he was just on a boat and yelling it out at the ship, and the, the bishop was there um, when he was doing his confession. So uh, Damien was, St. Damien was being kind of hard on himself, and so what the bishop said finally is, he says, will you show a little generosity yourself like you do the other people you work with? And, you know, I think that's a lesson that sometimes we, we think, oh, I'm just the biggest sinner in the world, and God couldn't possibly forgive me. And then someone had asked, well, does he forgive other people? Oh, yeah, he forgives them, sure, but not me. You know, I'm, I'm the best sinner in the world. You know, I take great pride in my sinning. Anyway, it's like this idea that somehow we are unforgivable or we are in a category that's different than everyone else in the world that Jesus died for. And so one of the ways that we actually can give God glory, because really that's what this is about, right? One way we can do that is to accept his forgiveness. Because that's the one thing that God won't force. He won't force us to accept his forgiveness. He won't force us to turn to him and love him. You know, we have free will. You know, but we can allow him to forgive us, and then we can also accept that forgiveness, to claim his forgiveness. And don't let the devil or anyone else say, no, you aren't forgiven, because we know that God died so that that could actually happen. And it's how we glorify him is by actually receiving that forgiveness and then responding as people of generosity. And that enables us to be healed in particular ways that we need to be healed. And it helps us to be able to have open doors to people that we need to be reconciled with. And it helps us also to respond in our actions as forgiving people. And so as difficult as it is to do the hard work of forgiveness, uh, we do see a great example of that with God himself, who comes to us innocent and perfect and divine. He died so that we could receive that forgiveness. And so out of generosity and out of gratitude, all we have to do as people of God is just to respond in the style and the manner in which he loved us and forgave us. And if we're willing to do that work, 
then yes, we will be the ones that are forgiven as well. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. May God bless you and be with you as you live out your faith and serve the Lord this week.